The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. And Making Your Home Great is always on Saturdays at 1-ish, you know, a couple of minutes after. On WPTF, we bring the best people we can find in home improvement. And in this hour, we've got Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Craig, how you doing? Hey, Craig the Floor Guy, doing well. Is it, uh, what kind of week has it been? Um, It's been a good week. Actually, well, only a half week for me, actually. I took a few days off and took my son on a little short vacation before he starts school next week. So oh, that's it's been great. a good week. That is terrific. So, Craig, um, I've got some things from the mailbag uh, for you. People have written me, and, and it's the dubious mailbag, just so you know. It's the mailbag <laughs> that people don't always feel confident that I received as a piece of mail. But we'll, we'll get to that. I, I'm concerned about you, Craig. And What's here's that? the thing. I go to your website every week before we talk to you, you know, when you're on. And you still have this in-stock carpet with installation and pad, $2 per square foot. I'm concerned yep. you're not going to make any money on this. I'm always concerned about your bottom line. <laughs> well, we're more concerned about people getting things they need done in their home and yeah. instead of putting them off because they think they can't afford it. So we try to make things affordable um, and worry about that a little more than profits. So this is not in-store shag carpet in a golden red color, like an orange. No. no. This is really no, good carpet. No, it's your beige and your gray, which is most popular. Right. Um, we are, Actually, the carpet itself is only a dollar a square foot. Um but when you include installation and new padding, yeah, it, it rounds out to two dollars a square foot. So we actually have just the carpet for a dollar right. a square foot. Dollar a square foot. Now, that's the number that we can go ahead and go to the big box store and compare. Honestly, what happens sometimes? People get confused about just the material versus the ins full installation. Yeah, and it's important to understand the quality differences, too, because yes. it might be possible to actually find carpet at one of the big box stores in their, their stock section back in the back uh, yeah. for around that same price or maybe even slightly less. I don't yeah. haven't shopped it in a probably about a month or so, but yeah. um, our $1 a square foot carpet is 15-year warranty, lifetime stain, and it's also bleach and chemical resistant. So it's yeah. a very, very high quality and expensive carpet. No That's chemicals. Um, so it's it's easy to clean, doesn't require any chemicals to clean it. Just a hot water or steam will, will clean right. just about any household spill. So it's not, not you know, low grade carpet, even though it is only a dollar a square foot. Well, this is the thing. I don't know what I'm getting when I go to a big box store. I can let them talk to me for a while, but my eyes glaze over. The difference is, if I go to you and I have a problem, I know who to call. If I go to somebody else and they, you know, they've been, they called one of their registered installers and they do the work, I don't really know who to call. 
you know, the, I don't know whether to call the installer or call the big box store. Yeah, I mean, I recommend always going directly to the licensed retailer, right. especially in flooring because flooring is unregulated. So, right. you know, it can be the wild, wild west out there. Um, in fact, before we uh, went on the air, I yeah. did a quick Google search and I Google searched biggest flooring problems in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. And, the fir- and the first thing that popped up was Angie's list. And I said, well, I, to- I thought to myself, I'm going to have to agree with them. You, what, did that come up as a problem? <laughs> no, it just, when I Google searched it, the Angie's list oh, yeah. uh, advertisement popped. It was the first thing that popped up when I searched biggest right. flooring problems in Raleigh, North Carolina. And what do you think about that? That Angie, I, I, I would agree that is a large problem. That is a large I don't know problem. If I don't know if it's the biggest, but it's a big one. Well, tell me because, the problem with the Angie, because you know it used to be Angie's list, then it went to Angie with a different spelling. And it's I been assume many, it's, it's been many, many names. Once they rack up about fifty class action lawsuits, they have to change <laughs> their name. So the the so, problem is that in North Carolina, floor covering is not licensed. So anybody that'll pay them a buck, yeah, they will promote as a reputable flooring dealer or contractor. Yeah. So you don't know what you're getting. You don't know who they're going to be sending to your house and and they farm it out. They sell your information to five different people. Yeah. And you get called by these five different people. And if you're lucky, one or two of those five are actually licensed dealers. Um, One of them being a very, very large company who has a lot of TV commercials and they're national, but, um, I know they use those services quite a bit, but as far as the, the the local licensed retailers, very very few are using those services because we don't need to. We're we're busy enough just based off of our reputability right. and our product knowledge and our installation quality that we don't need to pay another company to send us opportunities to try to bid on jobs. Yeah, so, see, this you know, is buyer beware. I'm I'm aware this came up in the first. Um, First question from the dubious mailbox or bailback. Um, it says, Dear Craig the Floor Guy, my bathroom needs remodeling. And I saw a commercial on cable which said they had a great deal in my area. Craig, you know what that means. That yeah. means it's not a local ad. Whenever you hear in my area, it doesn't mean that. So she no, goes they have, they, they, their newest ad pops up. It'll pop up on your uh, Facebook or yeah. in your email and it says how much should a shower, how much should a new shower cost? Click here to find out more. Right. And when you, and when you click on it, it's the big company that's advertising all over television that we've all seen. It's their ad. And it immediately asks you for your name, your address, your email, your phone number. So then they can have their, their sales team start calling you, harassing you to try to come out and give you a quote for a $15,000 shower that we, we do all day long for around 8,000. This is a this is a, a different strategy. You're taking the other strategy, which is not to hire out promotion and then hopefully get a lead through a chain of people, but instead come on the radio, talk about American Dream Flooring and Tile, the good work you do, and then people can just call Craig. And if they don't talk to Craig, but they talk to somebody with American Dream Flooring and Tile, Folks, they can get to Craig pretty easily. And and you're representing your company, which I think is the right way to do it. Absolutely. I mean, even though um, I don't meet every customer, right. I am somewhat involved in just about every customer that we service in the job. Right. Um, 
but but yeah, very easy to find us. It's eight seven seven six floors or americandreamfloor.com. Right. And you're going to get your free estimate with no gimmicks. And we're going to give you multiple different options. Um, and we do have a best price guarantee, a lifetime installation warranty. We have no interest financing. We have a complete design showroom. We offer, you know, right project consultants by your side throughout the process, a right. customer service team that oversees quality assurance and our quality protocols. So, I mean, you're not, you know, we check all the boxes for our customers. And you've got two showrooms in this area. Am I correct? We do. We have a, a small showroom in, in Raleigh, and then we have a little bit larger one over in Apex. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, a, a big showroom isn't necessarily a huge need in our, in our business because 75% of the products that are being marketed, in my opinion, are garbage anyway. Oh. And so we don't offer those. We just Good. offer the best from the most reputable companies. We try to offer the the made in the USA products as much as possible and keep right. keeping the money here. And, um, but, uh, we get a lot of comments from customers that come in our showroom and they say, this is perfect. Yeah. It's not overwhelming. You guys have all the good stuff. Yeah. You know, read our reviews. You can see from our reviews, people actually compliment on our processes and what we offer and how we offer it in our reviews. When you came in and did the floor in my house, Simple process. Somebody came by. I think his name was John. Uh, actually, you paid it. You went the first time. Yeah. And you sent my wife up with this video thing. This uh, yeah, she the was visualizer. Able, the visualizer. She was able to see the house with the new flooring. In fact, see the new flooring and maybe two or three other options. Um, and she was very impressed with that. I was impressed that we could challenge on color because you know you put a floor in you're uh you're gonna live with it for a long time and you do want it to blend with the other things that are there um, yeah the I mean, color choices can be difficult um and there's a lot of stuff out there yeah um there's a local competitor in raleigh i was looking at their website and their advertising it says we have over 20 in stock luxury vinyl plank floors starting at $1.75 a square foot. Click yeah. here to view them. And then yeah. when you click on it, it just does this like random <laughs> photo with a made up color name. It doesn't say who the manufacturer is, <sighs> what are the quali quality specs of the product. It's just all wishy-washy scams and gimmicks. And, right. you know, the listeners know I have little to no tolerance for that. I want to talk about the manufacturers and how you get the the right manufacturer in your house, right? I, I want the, you know, I'm going to you and I'm going to trust you, but I want you to sort of tell me about this whole manufacturers thing because there's been some changes in it. Some weird things are happening. That's coming up in just a moment. We're also going to dig into the, the dubious mailbag again. Um, we've got Craig, the floor guy on from American dream flooring and tile on making your home. Great. FM 98.5 AM 680. WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is making your home great. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. I'm Dave Alexander. Craig, before we begin this segment, I just want to say, on behalf of both of us, we love Chinese people. Absolutely love Chinese people. I love Chinese food. What do you think, Craig? 
You like Chinese food? Absolutely. I mean, I would love to actually uh, visit China someday and tour some of the history. I mean, it's literally the oldest civilization, I think, on the planet Earth. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Um, and... And yet, I'm not a historian, but I, but I think I'm correct. I think um, you're, I think you're on the right track. Yeah, it's the oldest but, and greatest. I mean, they built more things that are standing but, but, and they're still old. Yeah, that's right. But having said that, you know, no, none of us are perfect. Right. Um, that that's easily de- debatable. Um, and you know, so but, there's there's something going on with Chinese manufacturing of products. Yeah. What happened has, with the has, major it, manufacturers? It has escalated, and it is currently causing um, an issue with supply and demand. Right. Yeah, and so we we spoke before about the the, the enslaved Uyghurs and in China yes. and manufacturing plants utilizing their labor, and so um, some some laws were passed to not not let products in the port if they couldn't prove that they weren't manufactured by these enslaved. Um, people in China. Yes. So a lot of manufacturers were, were, or well, a lot of companies that import were forced to find different manufacturers in other countries, right? Such as South Korea or Vietnam. Okay. Um, well, just I want to say last week or the week before, mm. we got notices from several um, distributors and manufacturers that they were currently experiencing multiple, you know, several month back orders on several products. Um, and they were directly relating the cause to delays in importing and issues with stuff being held at the ports. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, we know what products are made in China, don't we? Yeah. Is that what it is? Those I, companies, yeah. those companies are relying on a supply chain that is, uh, clogged up by regulation. Yeah. So either the stuff that's being held at the ports is clogging the ports. And yep. the, so the, so the stuff that's not made in China can't get through, or if it's made in China and they can't prove that it's not made by enslaved laborers, right. then they won't let it through. So it's okay. causing a, a backup at the ports. So let's talk about the good guys. You've got things that are made in America, uh, but you've also got some things that are made in our uh, allies, you know, with, from from friendly countries sure we got stuff made in in europe yeah um we have we like to proudly say that we are able to offer made in the usa products in all flooring categories amen um and it's actually less expensive than buying the imported stuff and you get better quality so we we'd spoke before about the consumer report that was released about um a lot of failures with the LVPs. And right. we actually spoke about it on, a, on the show a few weeks ago about if people will see little gaps in the LVP and what may cause that and, and how big of an issue it is and, yes. you know, how do you fix it and that kind of stuff. So um, I've done some research since then. Mm-hmm. And what I have found is there's basically two patented locking mechanisms that are most widely used. One is called Uniclick. And one is called Valinge 4G, and there's also a Valinge 5G. Yeah. But the but the most popular one is the, uh, uh, and it'll say on the box when if you read it where it says um, locking mechanism, it'll either say patented Uniclick or it'll say Valinge 
um, I think it's 4GL or something like that, which is known as a drop and lock. So a lot of the stuff you see at the big box stores, if, if it doesn't say Uniclick on it, then it's basically the drop and lock locking system. Okay. And that system, although it is patented and it does work, it can be problematic in certain types of situations um, because the way it locks together. The right. Uniclick locking mechanism has an additional little groove in it that makes it lock a lot tighter. And so what I found out, because I was looking at all the different products we sell, and I noticed every single product we sell that's a floating locking LVP, yeah. um, every one was the drop and lock or the Valinge 4L, right? Um, except for Mohawk. And only the Mohawks was Uniclick. Well, before years past, I had noticed there would be two or three brands that were Uniclick and two or three brands that would be the other locking system. So I call up my Mohawk guy and I'm like, hey, how come you guys are the only ones now that have the Uniclick locking system, yeah. which in my opinion is the better of of the two because it has it has more grooves to lock it together so it locks together tighter and I, it's hard to envision it um yeah but well that makes sense more grooves but, more more contact area yeah so he said well that's because mohawk bought the exclusive rights to uniclick uh, and so if for another company to use the uniclick locking system they have to pay mohawk to yeah. use it so what all these manufacturers have done or these other brands have done is they've gone to this other locking mechanism so they don't have to pay Mohawk the rights to use the Uniclick. Yeah. So that's just uh, to, yeah, not to confuse people, but to tell people that you're paying attention to what is the higher quality. Yeah. I, I pay way too much attention probably. <laughs> and I do a little bit too much research and reading and investigating. And, but I, you know, I kind of feel like since I call myself Craig, the floor guy, I need yeah. to know these things. He's he, and but here's the thing. And I, I don't want to make too much of it. And I certainly don't want to hang you with a, an extra nickname, but Craig, you are seriously a flooring geek. Yeah. You, yeah. you have gone far <laughs> too into it. Now the typical handy person, I don't want to, be sexist here handy person who you call up and say can you put in a carpet or can you put in some locking flooring for me oh sure there's instructions in the book this is easy that sort of person doesn't care about uniclick versus four uh 4g valinge no if they're first if they're if you if you're trying to find something yeah. for somebody to install flooring for you and their only concern is when do you want it done and how yeah. much are you willing to pay right stop right there big red flag yeah they need to be asking you okay what rooms are you going to put it in what kind of flooring do you have in there now what type of subfloor do you have when's the last time you had your your crawl space or your concrete moisture tested you know What's the activity of your home? Do you have children? Do you have pets? What kind of pets? All these things matter. You can you can kill pets with the wrong type of flooring. Mm. You know, I was looking at a, a Facebook post um, this morning of a local Facebook page of local companies, and there was a guy on there advertising for floor installation services, and he's showing pictures of his. Here's a recent 
installation that we completed. And he literally said, I'm the best in the business. He called himself. That's another thing. If anybody calls themselves the best, I mean. It's a, it's a qualifier, but it's, it doesn't mean anything. I can yeah. say I'm the so, best. Well, well, this guy's photo, in the photo, I'm able to see he's doing it wrong because he was laying the LVP over particle board. Uh, you can't you can't lay it over particle board. Particle board is an inferior substrate for solid surface flooring. It voids the warranty on the product. It's too soft. It's it's too flexible. There's going to be too much movement and deflection, and that floor isn't going to last maybe a few months if they're lucky. Right. And it was so hard for me to say something constructive, but I simply commented on there. I said, did you read the instructions? Question mark. I don't think you're supposed to install it over <laughs> particle board. Yeah, because yes. I've said it before, people. Yes. There's instructions in the box. If you yeah. want to do it yourself or have someone do it for you, that isn't that isn't a licensed retailer. Okay, but at least do yourself a favor and read the instructions in the box. And it wouldn't. Uh, I'm jumping into conclusions here. The way you're talking about it, I don't think it's going to be a really much more expensive project if you put something else down. You're not pulling up that particle board. Are you putting something on top of it? Well, it depends on the type of flooring that you're putting okay. in there. All if right. you're if you're putting LVP, yes, you are the tearing it. Up. To, correct. The proper right. thing to do is to tear that particle board up and replace it with tongue and groove OSB subfloor. Okay. Or particle board. I actually like the OSB better. I think it's it's more resistant to warping and and deflection and um, so. I like the the product. It's made to be a subfloor, but but yeah, you can't put it over particle board. The only thing that particle board is adequate for is carpet, and that's yeah. only if the particle board is in very very good condition and doesn't have any soft spots or signs of moisture damage. Right, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about moisture damage in just a minute. I'm sorry to stop you there, Craig, the floor guy with American Dream Flooring and Tile, the only guy in the area who knows the difference between Uniclick. And Valinge Ford L. Unless, of course, you've been pay- taking notes on making your home great today. We're talking with Craig more in just a moment. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. Second hour includes Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware. We are with Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. And Craig, I, I just want to dig into the dubious mailbag. Uh, letters that we receive here anonymously through uh, over the transom at WPTF. It says, Dear Craig the Floor Guy of American Dream Flooring and Tile, can I paint right over bamboo floors? I put them in and they look terrible in my sunroom. I think it's the small creek underneath the sunroom that is the problem. So she has moisture problems. If you have moisture problems in your sunroom, should you put bamboo in ever? Um, no, not a recommendation. I mean, no, no flooring really should really? go in with moisture problems, but definitely okay. not, not bamboo. Um, okay. bamboo is, uh, and it's, in it's natural state is probably okay with a little bit of moisture, but made into a flooring plank and fastened to your subfloor. Yeah. Uh, not so much is prone to warping and cupping. If I had a dry situation, would bamboo ever be called for? Is it a high yeah. quality flooring? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Bamboo is actually a very, ranks very high on the Jinka scale of hardness, which is how they rate the hardnesses of woods, even though it's yes. technically not a wood. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it is a very good floor. It just has to be, you know, you got to specify it properly. There's solid bamboo, there's engineered bamboo. Um, there's even um, vinyl plank with a bamboo veneer on it. So, I mean, there's a lot of different options uh, for bamboo. Right. So this is but, the Jingaho. Jingaho. I'm writing it down. Jingaho. Ho. Jinga. Jinga. I think it's J E N K A. Let me see here. J N K A. Jingaho. Scale of hardness. Okay. I'm just Jinka. writing down. J A N K A. Jinka scale. J A N K A. Janka. Janka. Maybe it's Janka. Janka. Okay. Janka scale. That's scale. how you rate the hardness. You know, I was having an interesting conversation with a person about hardwood flooring. Yeah. About oak hardwood flooring. You know, they were talking about an old house that was 100 years old and had this hardwood floor under the carpet. And they yeah. took the carpet up and they were able to sand and refinish it. And the wood was in very good condition. Yes. And I was explaining to him how those old oak hardwood floors was old growth oak. So it was actually much harder and oak back then actually ranked a lot higher on the Janka hardness scale. Yeah. The new growth oak today that is milled and sold as an oak hardwood floor is not as hard as the oak was back then because it's grown much faster and, and it's cut and milled and, you know, and, and put into production much faster, yeah. you know, small, smaller, younger trees basically. So it's not your uh, great, great grandfather's hardwood. Right. Right. And at my parents' home, had hardwood all through. This was, you know, produced in 1963. So we're talking, that's when he was putting in the flooring, 1963. Let me just tell you, it was beautiful. He must have gotten a tremendous bargain on it because as a blue-collar guy, he had more hardwood than, I mean, it was the whole house. At the same time, he ended up putting carpet on it because it was just a maintenance problem. Um, he did, we would all scratch it up. If you had a family and you were putting down flooring, well, this is funny because you are, you do have a family, you have put down flooring in your house. What would you put down? If say that again, if I if, had heart. Yeah. If you were, you were, you're raising a family in a home and you knew they'd either want pets or sporting equipment sliding along the, along the floor. But I wanted a hardwood floor. You wanted something beautiful. Yeah, like a hardwood. I would do a solid three-quarter inch solid hardwood floor. You would, okay. And I would do it hand-finished, site-finished, uh, rather than a pre-finished product. Um, and I would have a uh, two-part uh, finish put on it with a hardener. Yeah. So I could get the most durable finish. Another reason why um, is because by doing that site finish, you put a complete seal coat across the top of the floor. So you seal a lot of the grooves and edges where yeah. they, where the boards connect. Yes. Um, and we actually have an unfinished hardwood floor that is sealed on five sides. So the bottom of it and the tongue and groove sides are all pre-sealed. So whenever you, you, install it you have that additional level of moisture protection on the underside 
And then when you sand and apply the finish to the top side, which we typically do three coats, right? You've, you've got the most moisture resistant and water resistant hardwood floor that you can get. And, and that those two part finishes with those hardeners are twice as durable. See, the problem with sand and finish is a lot of the guys, they just want to nowadays, everybody's worried about cheapest, fastest. Yeah. What's the cheapest, fastest. And they go with the water, water-based finishes and the water-based finishes, they dry really, really fast and they're a lot easier to use, but they're not near as durable. So these, these water-based finishes don't last. I mean, after four or five years, in a lot of cases, the floor looks, it's already scuffed and scratched. Right. So if you take a little bit more time and use at least an oil-based finish or a two-part finish with a hardener in it, you can make that, that floor will last you 20 years, even with children and pets Yeah. before you really get to the point where you're starting to see the type of damage that would, that would, you know, require refinishing. Very cool. So you, you can do, you can have a great hardwood floor in your house. You just got to do it right. And if you didn't mind with something that actually wasn't hardwood, but looked like hardwood, is there something in the LVP and LVT category that, looks just like it there are but yeah my my favorite product on the market right now is mohawk revwood waterproof laminate yeah you're going to get the most scratch resistant most realistic wood looking floor with a waterproof warranty it's got the exact actually it's got a better waterproof warranty than lvp because their uh lifetime waterproof warranty on the revwood wood laminates yeah. um is a topical warranty as well as a substrate warranty so they actually warranty it from moisture from above and below right which L- lvp warranties do not do that by the way right um lvp even though it's sold as a waterproof floor if you install it on a uh, crawl i mean on a yeah on a crawl space or on a concrete slab they require a plastic moisture barrier to be put underneath it yeah um but the mohawk revwood it's made in the usa the products start around 289 to 299 a square foot. And um, as you guys saw me do the little demonstration at the Pet Expo last weekend, yeah. it's much more scratch resistant than even LVP. I was scratching it with my key showing how much, you know, more scratch resistant it is. And if anybody wants to come into our showroom or schedule a on-site consultation at their house, uh, we can come out to your house and we'll show you as well. But oh, I think that's bring the, the best bang for the buck. And Craig, bring the inferior product with you, because I was un I, I was I was very impressed that this Rev Wood R E V Wood right Rev Wood, yep. correct w- was withstood the scratch test. It's I was amazing. very impressed that the other stuff did not. I mean that that was that a name brand that I had in my hand the really it, dark wood it was oh it was. my gosh well it's don't a, say the a, name brand we, yeah we don't need it we don't need their lawyers knocking on our door but you you'll bring it to somebody show it to them and let them scratch it with their keys yeah absolutely we we do it in the showroom all the time I actually enjoy doing it <laughs> some people sometimes people look at me like I'm some kind of a wizard magician or something and I'm or I'm trying to you know do it. <laughs> pull a rabbit out of my hat like magic trick and i'm like here you do it scratch yeah. it there's even um uh it's more fire resistant too the lvps are plastics and and urethane and yeah. you know a lot more chemicals involved in making them right whereas the, the rev wood is, is not 
and you can take a little drop of alcohol and light it on fire on top of each of the two products and you can see that it makes a black burn mark on the LVP but it does no damage to the Mohawk Revwood. Mohawk Revwood. How much of that is actually wood? Um what's well, a wood laminate so it is a it is a um what's called an HDF core which stands for high density fiberboard. Right. Um Sort of looks like particle board, but it's a whole dear. It's like NASA's version of of a particle board. It's right. comp it's compressed with a resin that glues it together, and then that along with the uh, laminate finish, right. um, and then it has a their patented locking mechanism on their rev wood. It has a, a the locking mechanism makes it uh, water resistant, where once you lock it together, water can't soak down through the grooves. Right. Um, and actually had a little demonstration of that at the pet expo as well, where I had poured uh, Mountain Dew in it and let it sit there all day long. And no, and none of the Mountain Dew leaked into the, the edges of the planks. So. Very cool. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile is here talking about flooring. If you want to join in and ask a question, we'd love to have you. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. With Craig, second hour is Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers. Okay, so Craig, the floor guy, will install what, Craig, anything that has to do with flooring? Yeah, we do all the residential types of flooring, um, you know, LVP, laminate, carpet, ceramic, hardwood. We do kitchens and baths, so we can completely design your kitchen with new cabinets, countertops. Uh, we can do laminate countertops, yeah. quartz, granite countertops, tile your backsplash, paint the walls, and we can do complete kitchen remodels. We don't do any major structural, so if you're wanting to take out walls and stuff like that, we'd have to bring in a general contractor to do all that, and then right. we do the the uh, finish out all the pretty stuff right um same thing with bathrooms complete bathrooms vanity floor um, we have a plumber that we work with who does the plumbing puts in the shower valve mm -hmm. you know the to the toilet the sink faucets and he's very uh very dependable and very reasonably priced and we right. do very well working with him um yeah and then we also do some commercial stuff like we've done gym flooring like rubber gym flooring really um, yeah, we have some uh, we have a uh, some senior living properties that we work for, and some realtors that we work for. So sometimes we get involved in some small scale commercial um, projects. You know, I actually uh, was asked to quote. I got called by a very large uh, veterinary hospital. Oh yeah. Recently, and they were so I go out and I meet with these people at this vet hospital, and this yeah. is a large facility. It's probably a three to 4,000 square foot facility. And they had this old, um, the, the, the product, it's a heat weld hospital grade mm. linoleum floor. Mm. It, they, they, it comes in rolls about five foot long and you actually melt it together. It's, it's called heat weld vinyl. Yeah. Um, it's a, and it's a commercial product and you've got to be certified to install it. And well, these people did not know how to clean it. And rather than the company that owns the veterinary clinic paying the proper company to come in and, and maintenance and clean these floors, yeah. they told the people there at the facility to do it themselves. So they ran out and rented this floor scrubber machine thing yes, to to, yes. and they ruined it. They scrubbed the finish completely off the top <laughs> of it, Oops. completely grinded through it in some areas to the concrete. 
and and ruined it. Right. Um, and this has been over, you know, the course of the last twenty years or sure. so that they've been in business that this was that this happened. So they were told to try to get quotes to replace it. So I go out and meet with them, and I basically had to explain to the people at the property. I said, "Look, the the your parent corporation is putting you guys off. I said it doesn't work like this." I said, there, there, there's only a few companies on the East Coast that are even certified in putting in the type of flooring that you guys have to have in here. Mm-hmm. And the way it, the way it works is you've like I told them, I can't even give you a quote on this product because it has to be architecturally specced. So when I call like the Mohawk people in their commercial division to say, hey, I, I have to tell them that this architect or this engineering firm specified this product for this facility. And if I don't have all that information, yeah. they won't even release pricing to me on it. Mm-hmm. So I t- kind of told the girl, I said, look, I hate to tell you, but in my 30 years of experience, I said, I kind of think you're wasting your time. I said, your company, the decision makers in your company know that the only way to get this floor replaced is from top down, not yeah. from bottom up. I said, and them telling you, yeah, yeah, reach out to some local flooring companies and get some prices. I said, that's just their way of telling you we're really not concerned with this right now. Uh, because the fact of the matter is that flooring that they have in there, they're going to have to completely vacate a veterinary hospital yeah. for about three days to yeah. replace the flooring. And that product they need is going to cost them around a hundred dollars a square foot, roughly to replace. Yeah. So you're talking about a three hundred thousand dollar flooring project, right? All because they weren't willing to pay a company, you know, fifteen hundred dollars a month or whatever to come out there and properly buff and clean and and seal that floor. Sure. So again, it goes back to things I've I've said many many times. You know, do it right. Read the instructions. Yes. Don't try to cut corners. It's not going to save you money. It's going to cost you money. Wow. Interesting story. All right. Craig, the floor guy, is with American Dream Flooring and Tile. Not all his stories end quite that way. We're going to talk about success stories in just a little bit. Craig, think back of stuff that you've done that you want to brag about your people right now. On, I got a good one. Uh, on oh, good on uh, making your home great. FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF. In your home great. FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF. It is not often that we uh, end a segment on making your home great and lead right into the commercial with the client. But there you go. Craig, the floor guy, is here from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Did you hear your commercial just now? I did. It was it was an entertaining. I love it. I, it's, I was you couldn't, listeners couldn't see me, but I was dancing around and singing it. <laughs> and the number is again what? Eight seven seven six floors. <laughs> Eight seven seven six floors. American Dream Flooring and Tile. Okay, tell me about a project you've gotten involved in. Yeah, so a few weeks ago, we had a uh, gentleman walk in our showroom, very flushed flustered and a bit upset he was a uh, is a retired veteran yeah and he he's been trying for months uh, he, he needs a shower he's not the spry young man he once was and he's yes. needing his bathtub converted into a step-in or walk-in shower yeah so he can have a little bit easier time taking a shower so he actually got approved through the va for a grant um, I think it was like $6,800 or $6,500 that he got granted to him to go towards having his shower done. Yes. 
but all the quotes he was getting, and of course he got quotes from the people on TV and they came out and quoted him, you know, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars to do his shower. And mm -hmm. so he's then started hiring or, or trying to get quotes from the local companies. Um, had companies come out and what he needs done is it's not a complete one hundred percent ADA shower. Um but he needs it almost ADA or handicap accessible. So he needs the bench. He needs the grab bars. He needs the low entrance step in. So he, you know, it has an easy time getting in it. So, um, yeah. but uh, every, everybody was quoting this guy, 11, 12, $15,000. And he's like, man, I, I can afford to come out of pocket a little bit, but yeah. you know, I got 6,500 to work with here. And so I went out and met with him and I'm like, you know, we do showers all day long for yeah. 7,500 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, even with the additional features that he wanted on, you know, added to grab bars and bench and stuff like that, he was still under, under, well under $8,000. Right. So, um, I'll be posting photos of his completed shower on our Facebook page, uh, next week, if anybody wants to take a look at it. Excellent. Um, but yeah, so we were able for him just to, uh, little little over a thousand dollars out of pocket help this disabled veteran which he's he walks he's not completely disabled but help a veteran yeah um get a nice custom shower um with with a grab bar and a bench and you know make it nice for him so that that made me feel good to be able to do that i want to encourage anybody who's maybe 50 or 60 you know in my age range who's who's got a house like mine that has two bathtubs and we keep one for the grandchildren. They, they consider it a swimming pool. It's that big. But the point is there's no way we need one tub other than the grandkids. There's no reason that second bathroom has to have just a bathtub. We need a walk-in shower and the manufacturer of the home should have put it in. But, if you're going to stay in your home a while, and a lot of us are, talk to Craig, the floor guy, about your bathroom. With American Dream Flooring and Tile, just a hint to everybody, get the raised toilet. You'll save yourself so much trouble. All right. So Jim in Raleigh joins us. Jim, how are you? Glad to hear from you. Welcome to the show, Jim. What do you have for Craig? Yeah, I think we might have lost Jim. Yeah, I don't know. He's still uh, connected. Oftentimes, people fall asleep when I'm talking. Put Jim on hold and then pick Jim up again, and sometimes he'll be on the radio. Hey, Jim, welcome to the show. You are on WPTF. Hey, Jim. All right, put him on hold. Make sure he's there. Craig, the floor guy, American Dream Flooring and Tile. You do kitchens and baths as well. I hear the bathrooms are more um commonplace than the kitchens but if you had again in a situation like i i am talking about somebody who's who's maybe one day will end up in a wheelchair and nobody wants to think that can you modify the kitchen for a wheelchair person yeah yeah we can do that we've actually done some projects where we've done a few you know small customizations to make it a little more uh, handicap accessible but yeah that's not a difficult thing to do at all and you know we used to three years ago we were doing more kitchens and bathrooms but yeah. i think now the kitchen update is a little bit more of a luxury purchase and i think uh 
people are more prone to spend money that they just have to rather than that they they really really want to um and but you know and there are organizations out there that will help with funding as well like i said this gentleman got a grant through the va um and there's i'm sure there's other organizations as well but um but yeah you know anything we can do to help someone out we're all we're all for it and we try to make it as affordable as possible right so. right and the I don't, I don't have a natural, other than the fact we're in radio, I don't have a natural problem with TV ads. You know, when I'm watching Golden Girls, I, you know, I enjoy the ads sometimes. A lot of medicine commercials. Uh, but for the home improvement thing, it's very rare that it's a local company. Yeah. And well, oftentimes it's somebody else. Yeah, th those TV commercials are very expensive, and so a lot of those companies are owned by uh, investment groups, you know, and so their their margins are so high, their prices are so high that they strictly work off of of volume. So they, you know, they probably actually, I'd say if they gave ten estimates, maybe one person purchases purchases from them yeah. because yeah. it's so expensive, whereas. If, if we give 10 estimates, eight of those people purchase from us right? because we're a trusted local company and our prices are reasonable. Right. So, you know, they, they charge so much that they're just throwing money at marketing. You so know, we actually just started running some TV commercials for mm -hmm. the very first time. Well, um, it's, you know, it's one of those things. They're not inherently wrong. It's just that if you're not actually talking to a contractor, when you pick up the phone, that's sort of an odd way to do it. If you're calling a link to a contractor, to a, you know, whatever. Craig, the floor guy, is here with American Dream Flooring and Tile. We're going to wrap up uh, within this minute. But, Craig, I'm going to ask you to hang on for a couple of minutes. we got Jeff Hastings coming in from Burke Brothers Hardware. He's on the way, but he's not quite here. And I've got Jim in Raleigh who's hanging on. Let's pick up with Jim. Jim, hi. W welcome. How you doing? Good. Listen, we were talking earlier at night. We got dropped. Yeah, listen, Jim. I've got like one minute. Do you think you could hold I on? I have a question for Greg, the floor guy. Yeah, go ahead. His name is Craig. Go ahead. Well, anyway, you know who I'm talking about. Right. Uh, can, can you lay a, a floor, a ceramic-looking floor, over ceramic tile in the bathroom? All right. And the point I'm going to make is that we don't have enough time for the answer. So, Craig, can you hang on? Yes. All right. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Jim, we're just going to put you on hold. If not, we're going to answer that question at the end of the news. Coming up next on WPTF. The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great. Often we have uh, several people in the studio. Today it's just one at a time. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, the first hour. And Jeff Hastings from Burke Brothers Hardware is here. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? Well, let's pretend Craig is not here. Okay. Let's just... Keep going. I've asked him to stay on for a little bit, but how long would it take before Craig says, hey, Dave, did you forget me? 
Well, there's there's always a button on the phone somewhere. There is somewhere. But hey, Craig, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. good. I can just answer uh, Jim's question real right. quick. And I've got Jim. Can... No, don't worry about real quick. Jim is on the line with us, so okay, answer good. his question, and then I'll have him check in with us and make sure it's proper. Go ahead. Okay, Jim, uh, if you're there, I think he's here. Yes. Yes. I hear the crunching on his phone. Go ahead. Cool. All right. Hey, Jim, this is Craig, the floor guy. So what you're asking to do is laying a, f- a floor over the existing ceramic floor. Um, if it is a floating floor, they do make uh, luxury vinyl tiles and laminate floors that can in- be installed floating over that tile floor. But there's a lot of boxes you got to check first um, it, on m- multiple different things that have to be you know, assured of before you do it. Otherwise, it will fail. So I would recommend you know, have us, somebody come out, you know, we could do it for free and take a look at what you're thinking about doing. And then we can propose to you the best options. If you're wanting to do a ceramic tile over an existing ceramic tile, I'd say, no, don't, don't do that. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot of things that have to be checked off first, um, from the substrate. Hey, I'll get to, you to come to out. You're going to do what, okay. Jim? I'm going to get Craig to come out. All right, you Craig or Craig or whatever. The yes. Floor guy. Yes, Craig yeah. with a C. Craig, the floor guy yeah. from the American Dream Flooring and yeah. Tile. Always good, Jim, to hire a responsible contractor and somebody who knows yeah. the difference between a Valinge 4G and Uniclick, which is what we well, learned during the show today. Listen, Jim, anybody, thank you. Anybody would come and sit talk to know that. Well, there's a, you got you're exactly right. But we spend two hours okay. every Saturday convincing people. Hold on, Jim. I've got a High Park Bar and Grill certificate, $25 of food headed your way, Ooh. but you got to hang on. Thank you, Jim. Craig, thank you very much. Sing me that number again for American Dream Flooring and Tile. Yeah, visit us visit us online at americandreamfloor.com or call 877-6-FLOORS. 877-6-FLOOR. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> All right. Take care. Y'all be good. Thanks. Enjoy Bye. your Saturday. All right, in studio, Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware. How are things at the store? Very good. Uh, the the bridge that will go, the, the Hillsborough Street Bridge yes. over Blue Ridge will be finished uh, in the next two weeks. Yes. So for state football as well as for the fair this year, uh, there'll be better traffic conditions than there are right now. And and the uh, it's a convenience thing, but the Hillsborough Street's going to be totally open. Yeah, Hillsborough Street will be connected um, at Blue Ridge once again. Yes, uh, in the next two weeks, two to three weeks, I'll say. That's a great thing. I I like to go to the fairgrounds for the flea market, and I you know we get. You know, pulled around to different entrances. I'm happy that things will be back to yep. normal. Uh, start of normalcy with Beltline and Hillsborough Street project. But Shubin open this whole point, this whole <clears throat> period of time, and things are good. We have been. Um, we started uh, because we got involved with the construction company and DOT when the whole process was awarded to Lane Construction. Yeah. And started telling our customers the easiest way to come from 
If you're inside the Beltline, the easiest way to come is Western Boulevard and turn right on Powell. You can come right to the back door. Yes. Or if you're coming from North Raleigh or Northwest Raleigh, mm-hmm. or, then the best way to come would be come down Blue Ridge and turn right on Trinity and Youth Center at the at, the, at Carter Friendly, yeah. and you end up basically at our front door. Right. Jeff Hastings is here from Burke Brothers Hardware. Oh, I want to back up, back up a little bit. We got to make sure that we tell people that. Burke Brothers Hardware has been in its uh, location and running since when? 1936. 1936. Yep. There were a couple of Burke Brothers. There were there was John and Paul Burke. Yep. And so if you come into the store now, you'll see our two cats. Yeah. Uh, they are our uh, integrated pest management. Oh, great. And so uh, we we call we <laughs> named them after the original Burke Brothers. So we have John and Paul. John uh, and Paul. Their last name is not. If you if you substitute a P for the B, yeah, they're John and Paul Perk. Why are they? Well, because you P U R R K E Per because cats purr. Uh, but we we got them about four years ago, and they seem to be a hit, and yeah. they take care of the mice. That's great. Uh, and so you know the second generation had it, and I was awarded the opportunity to buy it from them, and stepped yeah. right up and. Me and my wife, Leslie, and our son, Tommy, uh, who's going to be the next generation. Yeah. It's still family-owned and operated. Yep. And going to stay that way as long as uh, as long as long Tommy wants to do it because I'll yeah. walk away in about 20 or 25 more years. Yeah, that's great. And if you, you want to know which fella in Burke Brothers is Jeff Hastings, he's the guy standing outside with his finger on a watch looking at the construction workers. Saying, "Hey, buddies, we got to get this done." That's right, because you really want that open, right? Because we stay, we're big believers that in our business, you've got to be in community involved. Yes, and so we are heavily involved with, uh, like the Blue Ridge Corridor Alliance, yeah. which helps look at development along the Blue Ridge Corridor. Ah, uh, yes, and in part of that, we have conversations with Lane Construction on how that process is going to look yes. and how it's going to be friendly to the neighborhood right. and not just another bridge or another super street yeah. or another project. Yes. I've seen places that they've just turned into, you know, eight-lane highways. Right. And it's it's not conducive. Right, because like on Blue Ridge Road, when that is finally finished – uh, going underneath, so Blue Ridge will go underneath Hillsborough Street and the railroad right there. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the pushes from community involvement was we want to make sure we had public art on the side of the tunnel, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And so that got that got allowed and got permitted. And so now that's sort of out, I think it's out for uh, bid or out for people to submit to have artwork on the side of blue ridge road which is just huge yeah uh, for the community right because it's going to be a walkable environment come fair time next year right. if everything comes to pass all those people that are on the south side of blue Ridge, south side of hillsborough street yes they used to cross the railroad track yes and come next year what they'll do is they'll walk under hillsborough street and the railroad track to get to the fair and they'll be able to be able to see local it, art. It's 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 a walk tunnel. 
It will. It, it's a drivable and walkable. Drivable and walkable. Exactly. Yes, okay. sir. Oh, excellent. So. It's because honestly, I could have had somebody from a big box store, and they did not know nothing about their community. Right. Uh, honestly, other than the the people coming in, they never. Eh. Yeah. We're, so. we're you know we we part of our mission, I'll say, yes. is we always want to make our area better for the next generation. Mm-hmm. And we listen to multiple voices and multiple opinions. And that's why we're involved with either seven or eight different nonprofits. <laughs> you lost track. Didn't right. You? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because if you don't, if you don't engage the community, yeah. there's no reason for them to come back to you yeah. for support, both for opinions and, yeah. you know, what's going on as well as buying from you. Yeah. And I I should say that your location is perfect for sort of NC State people. Oh, we we and couldn't yeah, we couldn't ask for a better location. There, the, uh, so we, if you're a student, say, or a parent, and you're new to the area, the, you got to know Burke Brothers Hardware. You do. Uh, this year with move in, it's yeah. a little bit tougher to get to. Yeah. Uh, with with NC State and Meredith. Right, uh, but on a normal year, you're absolutely right because we we know what the students need moving in, mm-hmm. and we start looking at that about mid June to make sure we source those things that the students are going to need. Yeah, it's just like a fair. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. when the fair comes, we know exactly what they're going to need. What and do people so, need? Well, like for instance, there's the the art contest. Yeah, that's in the Jim, not Jim Graham, uh, the Holzhauser building. Okay. So all the students that have from, you know, elementary to high school, they bring their artwork to the building to have it hung up. Yes. But the problem is they don't have the picture hangers to go with what is needed. So, you you know. You got the picture hangers. We got the picture hangers and we're happy to. Install them, you know, yeah. for you know, for basically for free. Yeah, we just want to we want to make sure that that those people that have put their effort into creating the work of art, yep, can display it without the hindrance of how am I going to hang this up? Right. And you know, zip ties, extension cords. There's there's a whole host of things that that people come in and they don't. You know, it's it's just like going to the beach. Right, you go to the beach, and the last thing you think about is a gallon of milk. You <laughs> right. know, so we absolutely we don't have milk or or bread or whatnot or eggs, but we try to have everything hardware related that the fair is going to need. Very good. All right, Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware. I've got a piece of mail from the dubious mailbag. Um, mail that may or may not be genuine. Okay, but who cares? It's a fun show anyway. Yeah, well. that's coming up. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three is our number if you want to call, and I will go ahead and give another High Park Barn Grill gift certificate. I have not been given permission to do this, but on the other hand, what are they going to do, fire me? They could, and next week it'll be somebody else on making your home great. And if all else fails, Burke Brothers will pay for it. Burke Brothers will pay for it. Oh, that's a great thing. Uh, This is coming up if you want to call, 919-860-9783. You're coming up on WPTF.
FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Making your home great. I'm Dave Alexander. This is Jeff Hastings from Burke Brothers Hardware. So you got a smile on your face. You're a busy man, but you're happy. I am happy. Um, those viewers or those listeners, I'm sorry, that, yeah. that may or may not know, uh, February of 22, uh, my house burned down. Yes. And we lost absolutely everything. I mean, not just almost everything. We lost everything. Sticks and a foundation uh, left? Uh, part of the foundation was left. Uh, um, we found one of my wife's rings, and that was it. And wow. so you start to realize that stuff is stuff. Yeah. And while some of it's important, Mm-hmm. that you know truth of the matter is it's the family and the memory and yep. what you can do to help the community uh, because nobody remembers what you had on your 23rd wedding anniversary yeah it just you know it, it's a the, you you look on the web today and you look at auctions that are out there and you see wedding rings that are that somebody had somewhere some time ago and yep. it's it's sad but it's true and so yes. we we at Burke Brothers Honestly, we want to make sure that 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 when they come into the store, mm-hmm. they have the most pleasurable experience possible. Yes. Um, we we live and die on our reviews, and you know it's like this past week we got a one star review. Oh come on! And the person that posted it said that the owner was completely rude. Oh yeah, and those things really hurt me. That's terrible. Um, they hurt me and my wife because, I, A, you look at their view and you th- sit there and think, well, wait a minute, I don't remember talking to somebody. Amen. Yep. Um, and, and if I did, every single one of those reviews, I reach out to those people and say, please come talk to me. Yes. Because I want to, if somebody confused another employee with me, yeah. then I want to rectify that. Yep. Because that's not, that's not why we've been there for 86 years. And the thing is, in a situation like that, it's possible for somebody to look at your employee and say, well, that guy owns the place. Right. Because you've got some gray-haired people in the place. We do. And that's experience. And and the thing that scares me more, um, it was when, without naming names, mm-hmm. uh, there was another hardware store in the area that shared our name. Uh, or shared a similar name. Yeah. And during the last years they were open, uh, there were reviews posted to us uh, yeah. that were not for our store. It was for that store. Right. And so it was trying to, at all, if at all possible, trying to communicate with those people to say, hey, are you sure you came to my store? Right. Because if, if one of our employees treated you that way, Mm-hmm. factually mm-hmm. i want to know yeah because i've got to deal with that right now i want you to know that i've walked in you know and nobody knows me from adam when i walk in it's not like i walk in with a big wptf on my shirt right walked in and everybody was perfectly in that niche between uh at one end of the spectrum guys who are selling furniture can i help you can i help you did somebody sell something to they're, they're just they right, want it. They right. go nuts. And on the other end is big box store where you say, "Do you know where you have nails?" And they look at their phone and say, "Yes." And they punch in and they say, "Nails on aisle nine. 
because they have no idea right. where nails are. Right. You guys are perfectly in that niche where you are helping people, but you're not making people feel weird. We hope not. You know, it, it does every now and then. I'll, I'll approach somebody because I'm uh, these <laughs> days I'm sort of back in the office more than I like to be. But yeah, you know, I'll I'll come out there and I'll see somebody I'll, just to make sure are you finding everything you need. You know, and and you want to make sure you're not being obnoxious. But if we if we ask somebody, if four or five people ask somebody, yeah, yeah. in the right tone and the right manner, if they're finding everything, yeah, I'll apologize for that way before <laughs> I ever want to apologize for somebody getting back to the office before anybody has helped them. Right. You know, so that's just our. You know, if if anybody is upset that. We help people too much, then I'm guilty. Yeah, but I'm sorry. It's just gonna your your son Tommy helped me with a hand tool issue, and he was Johnny on it. I mean, he was absolutely didn't let another piece of business go by until he had figured out my my situation. Right, and it, and it was good because there were other people are handing the you know the register and the other things. But it wasn't like, hang on, I'll get to you in just a minute. Right. And and we will, you know, as the owners of the store, yeah, we it, it's, it would be easy for us to sit there and say, okay, we're going to have three employees. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. And all the money is going to come in our pockets. Mm. Uh, that's, the, that's the easy way out. But we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, we probably have more employees per square foot than any hardware store in the state of North Carolina. <laughs> Yeah, okay. And it's not easy, but it's the right thing to do because it's what we've done. It's what got Burke Brothers where it is today. And we're not going to mess with that type of success. And on the other hand, when you talk about it, it's an efficient location. Let's not call it a small location. It's an efficient location. What's small? Don't get me wrong. I mean, compared to to some other hardware stores in the area. Yeah. Uh, the inside of that building is 4,800 square feet. Yeah, yeah. So there are a lot of houses in Raleigh bigger than my store. <laughs> okay, all right. But having made that point, how many items do you have? How many SKUs? How many? We have right now about 70,000. 70,000 little products. Yep. And a lot of them plumbing. A lot of them plumbing, a lot of fasteners, a lot of electrical. Right. Because they're small. That's you right. Know, the things that fit, fit right. in the shelves pretty easy. That's right. But you can also buy a lot of other things. Um, I'm going to reach into the dubious mailbag okay. letters, which may or may not have arrived. I, okay. I don't think no, we have fine. time for an answer. Um, and she asked me to read this in an old lady voice. Okay. Should I do that? If you can, go ahead. I was, dear Mr. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers, I was digging in my yard two days after my late husband went missing. Now the patch is all dirt, and I want to make it less conspicuous. I have fescue on most of my lawn. Okay, so she's digging in her yard. Forget about why. She's got fescue. It's the middle of a hot summer. Can she plant fescue on that patch? She can, but it won't It won't work. It'll die. It will. It will plant, plant ryegrass. Rye. Ryegrass. Uh, you can take ryegrass on your concrete back patio. Yeah. It'll... You give it water. Yeah. It's going to grow. Uh, it'll last about four to six weeks. Yeah. Uh, then it'll die. It, it, 
in the ground. It'll last a little bit longer in the hot sun. Yeah. Uh, but given that situation, I would make sure that you add lots of lime. Lots of lime. Okay. Lots right. of lime because of what's underneath that ground. Do you sell lime? We do. Okay. Well, there you go. That's what I'm saying. We know. And it, and the great thing is, you put put that fa- that that ryegrass in there, and you just really need it to go through the the period of time where they've got a uh, they've got a a search certificate. You know, right. they've got a search warrant. Right. Okay. And get get till the middle of September, then come back for fest. All right. Sounds good. All right. This is making your home great. On WPTF. Well, so far, no takers on the High Park Barn Grill gift certificate, so I might have to give it to Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware. But it's good. They were in the show one. They, they brought us food one time. Really? Don't you remember a, a yeah. year or so ago? Yeah. They must have. Oh yeah, yes, you yeah. were sitting out in the lobby. Yeah, I had no time to eat. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was. It was good. That's yeah, good. High yeah. Park Bar and Grill gift certificate. If you've got a question, hopefully relating to hardware, but Jeff Hastings will cover anything. And he's with Burke Brothers Hardware. In fact, he is yes. Burke Brothers Hardware. You know, it's your store. Yep, mine and my wife's. It's so. not right to say you're with. You know, Burke no, Brothers. but that, that doesn't hurt my feelings because. We don't look at our employees as employees. They're coworkers. Okay. You know, there's nobody when, you know, if you look at, at the truth of the matter is I probably yeah. should have a card that says owner or president. I should have one that says janitor yeah. or fireman. Amen. You know, street sweeper, because I'm not, I'm not above doing anything. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't, I'm not going to ask anybody to do anything that we haven't done a thousand times before. You don't have a consultant that comes in and puts together uh, no. programs. No. Uh, no, we have no consultants. I had a guy, I had a guy who was a big fan of consultants and and acronyms, and I ha- got him half convinced we were going to put together a program. Together we improve things. Together we improve things, and it got all the way to the T-shirt for TWIT. Together we improve things, yeah. and he realized no, this is, must be Alexander yeah. goofing with us. So yeah. you don't have consultants. We don't. Uh, you know, we get bombarded with them, but again, the the three consultants that I've got, yeah. honestly, are Johnny Burke, yeah. Jim Garris, and Henry Burke. Oh yeah, and it's the three people I bought the store from because they were in it. Uh, each of them were in it for forty plus years, and then our manager David Lindsay. Yes. Has been there 44 years. Yes. And if between the four of those guys, if they can't tell me things that that I have a question about, yeah, then we need to figure out whether we need to ask that question. Right. And we established in the first half hour of this show that you've got your nose to the ground. you got your ear to the ground listening for things that people might need. Yeah, and I'm, down, I'm in there six days a week. Good. Um, it, it, I'm not there when we open. Uh, we have horses and cows, and so that occupies a little bit of time no, in the not morning. Not in the store. No, you, no, no, no. You no. own we, them on the farm. Yes, we have them at the farm. So <laughs> the morning is occupied with them a little bit, and yeah. then, but at, when it closes at six, yes, uh, you'll see my one of my vehicles. A couple of you know, I got a couple of vehicles. You'll see one of them out front until seven or eight every night. Oh man! But but that's okay because we wouldn't be there if we didn't love it. Right. You know, and so now we're coming up on fall. 
you know, the next two weeks we've got our coal crops coming in, our, our broccoli, cabbage, kale, lettuce, uh, what else? All right, uh, now, Brussels sprouts. All right. Now, I got a complete wipeout of my, my garden. It was a okay. two-week period. I couldn't water. Right. And everything died. That's right. So it it would be end of tomato season in my my patch anyway. Right. I have raised um, raised beds. Okay. They literally are three and a half feet tall. They're beautiful. Okay. What can I put in there? You Kale? Yeah, you can, put, you can put cabbage, kale, broccoli, lettuce. It's hot right now, though. And right. That's what We get that in about the first week of September. First week of September. And then um, you can do from seed because it's just not feasible. It's, it's feasible, but just it's not cost effective. You can put radishes in. You can yeah. put... Um, carrots in we'll have cauliflower plants uh you can actually come in with a second round of squash yeah we'll have squash in crook neck and straight neck squash because that's about a 65 day crop yeah so that'll be able to go in uh you can also do some fall tomatoes uh they will be yes sir uh you've got about until november 15th to thanksgiving until our first hard frost yes and tomatoes will not set fruit and somebody's going to disagree with me, I'm sure, yeah. but tomatoes will not set fruit when it's over 90 degrees. Okay. It's just, it's a mechanism within the plant that when it gets over 90 degrees, it can't pull the water enough to make the fruit viable. Right. And remembering that a plant's main purpose is to put forth seed to the next generation. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the middle of the summertime, that's why you see everybody's tomato plants start to, to start to fail, but... Right. But you can actually come in with a second crop of tomatoes. Second crop of tomatoes. Yeah. Like now? Like now, um, I'll have some plants coming in mid-next week to 1st of September. All right. I'm calling and on Wednesday can, and yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Now, you're not – don't get me wrong. You're not going to get the same crop that you would from the spring. Don't care. No, no, I know. But, you you know, how nice would it be to come around, you know, Halloween to Thanksgiving and go out there and pull a yeah, nice, ripe slicing tomato – Right. You know, and have a BLT. It would um, secure my position as a magician of the vegetable. Right. Because I let all of them die this year. You know, it just well, this fried. Year, you know, this year it we had rain. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't have a hurricane yet. Yeah. So, you know, two of the three worked. But then when you get 90 degree plus with, you know, humidity that takes that, the, yes. the heat, the as field temperature i yeah. can't remember what they call it but you take the as field temperature and it goes over 100 degrees you're not going to work outside right right and so yeah. you've got the bugs are there the weeds are there yes they are so it, it's just some things going against you the weeds were wonderful this year the I, weed, we had yeah. a terrific crop yeah. of weeds yeah crabgrass it was a great crop of crabgrass oh, so if you yes. have some horses or cows then like i do then it yeah. was a great year for not having to worry about Bermuda or fescue because you had plenty of crabgrass. And is crabgrass good for the cows? It is a good. It's a good crop for grazing. Really. But the problem is, it's an annual, so you don't like it for grazing purposes per se because you wouldn't plant the it. first right. The first hard freeze, you've got a bunch of dead crabgrass that you've got to figure out how to something on the ground. Because can I can I borrow a cow? Sure. Oh, this socks is or, great... socks or Pepsi can come on this up. This is you know the funny thing is my my neighbors know I want chickens because they used to have chickens but i've moved into an hoa neighborhood and they don't allow chickens they've told me no chickens there is absolutely nothing against a cow 
Nothing well, in the... Well, I, I think there's probably something in there about farm animals. Sorry. No, I think it, they Well, what town do you live in? I, I live way out in the country, okay. but in an HOA community in but is it sex. is it within a town limit? No, no, oh, no, okay. no. There's absolutely nothing. We are free and clear. Okay. Herb in Raleigh is on the radio now. Herb, how you doing? Dave, I'm doing great. Which, I just wanted to call and let y'all know somebody is listening. Yeah, it's God bless. One of yes. the best shows today I think you've ever done. Thank you. Did you just call the kid? Really has. I mean, I've sat here and made notes, and, and I listen every Saturday. That's great. So, uh, But today's just been good. Herb, have and we fed you yet? Sir? Have sir? we fed you yet? Did we give you food yet? Oh, he's already got my name. Yeah, he told me I'd won. Told you you won. Okay. Well, let's just, this is the thing. you got to ask a question of Jeff Hastings or Burke Brothers. You got any yes, question? Yes, I do. Yeah, go ahead. About the people that used to own Burke Brothers. Oh, yes. Okay. His name is Johnny Burke. Yep. Been knowing Johnny Burke for years and years, and you're right. I used to shop with him. And, uh, but I live close to Nightdale. Okay. And... Uh, but I am going to start shopping at your store again. When Johnny sold it, he was so personable. Yeah. And uh, I said, nobody can run that store like Johnny Burke did. <laughs> and listen to you and your knowledge of things. Oh, yeah, you're good. Uh, well, thank you. Thank that's you. That's good. We, we've been doing this. I've been in this business. Uh, I started out of college working for a lawn and garden company, uh, sold commercial vegetable seed. Uh, we covered the my area was I covered six different states and the seeds that we sold fold we fed thirteen percent of the United States. Wow! So that was a oh. that, that was a fun thing to do. Uh, yeah. But it was a lot of time on the road, and then when I started to settle down, I guess when in my late twenties, yes. I got into yeah. the hardware business, and at fifty seven, I'm still doing it. Amen. And oh, okay. Happily doing it, and was so fortunate to run into. The opportunity at Burke Brothers and and what Johnny and Jim and Henry, the opportunity yeah. they gave me and my family, and so we yeah. we have not looked back a single day in our life, and it's it's one of those things we still get excited every day to go to work. Yeah, wow, Herb, thank you. I'm going to give you a High Park Barn Grill certificate just for being here. Thank you, Herb. And I'll tell well, Johnny I, you said I, hello. Oh, because you said oh okay, I see him every once in a while. See, we used to raise sailboats together. Okay. Johnny had an isotope, and I had an isotope, and yeah. I'd ask him stuff, and he knew a lot. He was one of the nicest fellows you ever met. I agree with you 100%. Herb, you used you, to. I do have a question. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Yeah. About, about planting asparagus. Yes, sir. Tell me how to plant asparagus. <laughs> you sell asparagus, don't you? We do. We, we have asparagus slips. That's the best way to plant them, and you plant those in the spring. Okay. Uh, you want to do that anytime after April 15th, but probably before, you know, May 15th to June 1st. Yeah. And yeah. it takes two years. On the second year, you'll start, uh, you know, sometimes if you get a really long growing season on that first year, but usually it's the second year before you can start harvesting. Okay. How tall and is this plant? They'll get up to four to six feet tall. Wow. And the variety that we usually carry is called Martha Washington. Martha Washington. Oh, okay. Well, when I come in, I want to talk to you about how to get it started. Please Pe do. People who are yeah. in Nightdale, honestly, lose perspective on Raleigh. Herb, you're probably yeah. 
30 minutes, maybe 25, depending on the section of night tail. I mean, I can well, I can get to Burke Brothers. Live. On a good day when there's no construction, Herb, I can get to Burke Brothers in 25 minutes from 30 minutes, maybe, from um, from Middlesex. Yeah. Oh, All right. Been to, I've been to the store many good. times. Good, good, good. So I know exactly where it is, and it's it's a great place. It is, especially around uh, State Fair Day. Yes, they're around there. So busy, but I always used to go by and see Johnny. Yeah, yep. we'll come see us. I will come back. All right, Herb, take care. When I come by, I'll, I'll be sure to speak to you and let you know. Yes, Thank sir. You, please do. So, this is like a slice of the call today. Yes, because I was listening, but said nobody has called. I went, why not? You know, uh, and I said, well, I won't call. And everybody said, else is shy, Herb. Thank you. I'll tell you what. This is a, it's actually a slice of uh, a weekend gardener. Sounded like weekend gardener yeah. for just a little bit there, between the gardening advice and the hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Right. So, yeah. All right, that's wonderful. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware is here. Um, the uh, the hardware end of it would be worth nothing if not for your people. Exactly. Because otherwise, Absolutely. you'd be selling me the wrong thing every day. Right. I need a widget from my toilet. What information do your people need to tell me, to sell me the right thing to fix my toilet? Pictures on your phone are always golden. Okay. Because uh, the only thing that is standard in plumbing is that nothing is standard. Really? Uh, you know, different toilet manufacturers. You got, you know, Kohler, Elger, yeah. Mansfield, American Standard are the big four. And none of those four pieces, well, almost none of those four pieces will interchange. The handle is kind of standard, but... You know, the flappers and the fill valves on all of them can be different. Right. And so that's what we love is when somebody comes in, they have they, they take their phone up and they say, here's what I got. Yeah. And then we can, we can help them spot on. Uh, if it's not that, then we start that magic game of 20 questions. Right. You know, what, you know, what does it look like? Where's the fill valve? Where's right. the flush valve? And, you know, that's the golden thing. But... The other thing is when people, the great thing is when people come in with the pieces that they need to replace. That's good. Yeah, they'll come in and say, they'll hand us something, and they think, the funny thing is, in the back of the toilet, it's clean water. Right. They, they, and they, and they'll, yeah. they'll come in with, sometimes with gloves on, and yeah. this thing's in a paper towel, yeah. and they'll see us just grab it, and they're like, oh, but it's from the toilet. Well, no. It's on the clean part of the toilet. It's on the clean part of the toilet. Oh, that's good. It's on the supply, so we're fine with that. And, supply and we side. are we are smart enough to know, you know, which side of the toilet it's from. So yeah. um and it, and it would be a good idea, even if you take a picture, look around and find the manufacturer that's right. name. Yep. It's usually stamped or uh it's in inked either on the side or inside the bowl. Yeah. Of who made it. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, telephone number here is 919-860-9783. We might have been on the phone with Herb when somebody else called, and I apologize for that, but we'll get to you if you want to call us back. 919-860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great. 
with Jeff Hastings from Burke Brothers Hardware. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware. I'm Dave Alexander, and here is Vern from Holly Springs. How you doing, Vern? I'm having a good day. Thank you, Dave. I hope you guys are. Thank you. A question for Mr. Burke, or not Mr. Burke. Um, Jeff Hastings. From yeah. Burke. Yeah. Jeff Hastings, yes. About We have cra- uh, crabgrass. You mentioned that earlier. We don't have cows. Yes. So we, okay. we, don't, we don't have that uh, resolution. We're trying to kill the crabgrass. We put some stuff down, and it wound up killing the Bermuda and not the crabgrass. Yeah. What do you recommend? Do you know, do you by chance know what you put down? Um... And if you don't, that's okay. No, I can find it. Yeah, the yeah, the best yeah. thing there there are uh, so Scotts uh, as well as uh, two or three Bonide also makes one. There's two or three different companies that will make specific crabgrass killers. What you've got to make sure is on the label that it's listed for Southern Lawns, because mm. sometimes uh-huh. the chemical is different for a fescue lawn. Than it will be for, uh, for a southern lawn. Okay. Um, and if you if if you can get up to Raleigh at the fairgrounds, come by and talk to me, and I'll I'll put the right hand right product in your hand. Okay, uh, that'll be great. I'll do that. I'm going to wait until you get those uh, fall tomatoes. Okay. Next week. I, I like that idea too. Yeah. Vern, do us a favor. Take a picture of it. Yeah, take a picture and bring it oh, in, just so I can I verify will. it's crabgrass. Yes, I will. All right, take care, Vern. Thank you. There must be fifty things that people think are crabgrass. There are, and that's it's a it's a common issue, and yeah. nobody is default. But uh, but Vern says he's got Bermuda. Yeah. So there's very little doubt in my mind that that he's got crabgrass. Yeah. But if you take Bermuda, the Bermuda that people have in their yard that is sodded, yeah, is far different than common Bermuda. All right. And so the first thing I ask people when they bring in and they say, and they don't have a picture of it or whatnot or a sample, yeah. they say, yeah. well, I've got crabgrass. And I say, well, does it run? Yeah. And if they sit there and say, well, yeah, it has a little tendril that runs out 12 inches and throws up a leaf. And I'm yes. like, no, you've got wild Bermuda. Is that what it's it is? Common Bermuda. Um, common Bermuda. And then also um, some people take, uh, they'll take Pensacola Bahia, which is another product that the DOT puts out a lot. Okay. Uh, that sometimes gets confused with it. So, um, and there's there's six or eight different weedy grasses. Yes. That people will often think is crabgrass. All right. Because they didn't plant it. Yeah. And all they hear is crabgrass is around. Yep. And so you know, pictures or samples are always a great thing. I will tell you one thing that's going on in my neighborhood. I have one type of grass. My neighbor has another type. The other fellow has another type, which would be fine, except we all employ the same guy to cut the grass. Right. And there's no way he's washing off the underside of his lawnmower in between yards. Right. And then also the problem is that uh, and not so much fescue because the seed is relatively heavy if it yeah. goes to that point. Yeah. But if you take Bermuda seed, if it, if it is out there long enough to go to seed, if you take Bermuda or Bahia yeah. uh, or crabgrass, yeah. 
that seed is so small that on a on a ever so slight breezy day like today for instance uh low humidity a little bit of a wind and they go through and mow it yes and that mower is aimed towards your yard two two yards away even yes um it's like the the forrest gump movie with a feather yes that floats up in the air yep it happens all the time and that's why dandelions exhibit the the proficiency of growing in north carolina they do right and and if your neighbors with me and your kids or grandkids are out there with dandelions mature dandelions right blowing them, that's right i used to think that was a beautiful thing it, it it's not well not in my yard right right it's, and you, you know i was looking through a seed, seed catalog you know you can buy dandelion you seeds yep. i'm thinking that's the worst thing to ever buy and put in in your lawn unless you want like a dandelion salad Unless you want a dandelion salad, yeah. but I would put it way out away from people's lawns. No, that's like pokeweed. You know, pokeweed in certain parts of the state, people like pokeweed because they have poke salad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Berries will kill you, but that's okay. Weed yeah. is the word I'm focusing yeah. on. Now, Which, weed. A weed is a plant anywhere you don't want it to be. Right. That's not delicious or pretty. Right. So talk to me since we're talking about weeds. Yeah. Um. There is there's a proliferation of a couple of things in the places where I visit. Number one, I'm in Johnston County, right? And the only thing that grows in Johnston County, other tobacco and cotton, that grows well, is kudzu. It does. Is there a solution to kudzu? No. Nothing. Other than getting a goat. You get a goat that eats it up, but the, it'll grow back. It will. There's a section of my county. There's a it's an old chicken farm, and it's the long building. Right. Every summer it's covered. Yep. And every winter it kind of dies back, and I think, oh, yep. they've, they've taken care yeah. of it. Nope. They haven't. They have not. Uh, kudzu is uh, the the at least the leaves of kudzu will yes. not last over the winter. It gets too cold here. Sure. But but don't be surprised in the next. I'll say. 50 to 60 years if that doesn't change uh, that if, they, what? if the kudzu doesn't mutate okay a little bit and, and, and adapt to our environment oh my gosh but but we'll see um and without a goat i can't kill it with common stuff you can kill it with with roundup yeah but you've got to make sure you have a surfactant because uh kudzu has relatively hairy leaves uh, and so the liquid doesn't stick as well as it would like a grass and okay. so you want to make sure you have a, a surfactant, which makes it stick to the leaf so it works. Right. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a, there's that, and uh, Virginia Creeper is another one. Yeah. Um, there, there's two or three. Vitex is another one that it, it's just, uh, it, the, a lot of them are, are from, from Asia. Yeah. That were brought yes. over for the best of intentions. Yeah. But don't do so well. They, was, well, actually, they do very well. So I was thinking... We just cut the kudzu, put it in a hopper, and make alcohol, and then we run cars on it. Then we would both be rich. Kudzu hall. Yeah. Kudzu hall cars. Uh, Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware is putting up with me for the next little while. Tell everybody where the store is located. 5227 Hillsborough Street, 
a quarter of a mile west of the fairgrounds on the corner of Hillsborough and Powell. It hardly seems a quarter of a mile. It's very short distance. It's a short quarter of a mile. but you, Short quarter of a mile. You know people who've, who've gone to events at the fairgrounds, including you, yeah. walked over from Burke Brothers Hardware. No, we sell out. We, we lease out the parking lot for the fair in less than two months. Yes. Uh, except for the four or five spots we keep for the customers and yes. around back. But uh, it's a short walk, but... I never, I, I never have gotten out there with a, a tape or no. my car to sit there and say, "Am I an eighth of a mile or a quarter of a mile?" So it's just easier to say quarter of a mile. You barely, you almost see it. Right. Um, yeah, you can see Dorton Arena from right. the front parking lot. And and during the fair, you're gonna, do you have soda pop? We do. You do have soda pop. Oh yeah. Okay. We got a refrigerator full of it. Yeah. Uh, old school root beers and knee highs and. Sodas and oh, that's great. Then the other one has Gatorade and water in it. That's an excellent thing. Yeah, Burke Brothers Hardware, Jeff Hastings. Thank you. Thank you. This is making your home great on FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF. You want to hear us again? I don't know why you want to, but you know there's there's a whole section on the WPTF dot com website which includes podcasts, and we are there. The show is called Making Your Home Great on WPTF.